Thank you, Greg and Jeannie and Kathy, for that special uh, music this morning. Uh, what a great um, gift that you have that you're sharing with us. You know, it's really funny as we, we sit back and we get ready to do um, this live version of what we're doing. We think of all the things that can go wrong, like forgetting to light candles, and we're trying to look all casual, like nothing's really happening, and it was all planned in the first place. Um, maybe next week we'll have a um, webcast bingo, so you can play that and follow along, maybe pay attention and um, maybe I have a better chance of you not muting me uh, during this part of the service. So, um, good morning, church, and it is great to be with you today. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I know this feels kind of uh, weird. It does for us, too. And, um, and I know uh, it's easy to get distracted um, when the dog starts barking or the kids start doing, they get bored with it or whatever, and they go off. Um, well, we get distracted as well when this is happening, but um, we're going to do our best to connect and I'm um, just so glad that you're taking a chance, to, uh, an opportunity to tune in, uh, to connect and worship, and, um, and to turn our attention to God. Uh, this morning I wanted to address uh, a topic with you of, of really, did Jesus really say that? And um, I meet people of all kinds and all different kinds of settings, whether it's, you know, in the gym or in stores or around the neighborhood. And um, at some point in, the, in uh, our conversation, the question gets asked, what do you do? And I almost cringe at it whenever they ask me because I know as soon as I tell them I'm a pastor, it's like the entire conversation just gets hijacked. Um, all of a sudden, they, they want to change uh, the, the conversation. They want to they start telling me where they go to church and why they love it so much. It's, it's almost like they're afraid I'm going to try to get them saved or, or, you know, come and get them or something like that. And, and that isn't really <laughs> what we're about. Um, but sometimes uh, you might get a response like this, like, you know, I tried Jesus and it didn't work. Or I tried church and it, and it didn't work. And that makes me want to ask the question, well, you know, what was it that you tried and, and why, didn't it, why didn't it work? And they sometimes they'll offer a thing like, well, I went for two months straight. And uh, during that time, I, I lost my job. My plumbing backed up, and my dog ran away, and it sounds kind of like a really bad country song. And um, you just start going, golly, what else could happen? You know, uh, the train ran off the tracks, I don't know, um, all kinds of things. Others say that, well, they went to church, and, and there was nothing there but a bunch of hypocrites or broken people. And, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's kind of what the church is about. We're about um, ministering to people in times of need and being there to encourage one another and, and be strengthened and offer hope. But the bigger question is this, did Jesus really say you won't have bad days? Did he really say that you won't have tough times or struggles? Did he say, whoever does the will of my Father will always get the best parking spots? Did he say, if you lose your life for my sake, that you will always look great in a swimsuit? Did he say, Seek first the kingdom of God, and you will never run out of toilet paper during a pandemic. No, he didn't say any of those things. Jesus never promised you will always be healthy, wealthy, and wise, and live, you know, life that is always smooth as long as you follow me. As a matter of fact, that's not what Jesus' life was like at all, and he was closer to the Father than any of us. Neither was Paul or Peter or many of the great heroes of the Bible. Life wasn't smooth sailing when they followed Christ. What I want to do today is, is look at what Jesus did say about life in this world. 
So get your Bibles if you don't have them. I know you might have to run to the other room, but that's okay. You can do that. Um, we're going to, you're going to want to mark down these passages as we look at John chapter 16, the Gospel of John chapter 16. We're going to look at a few verses there, beginning verse 20. Jesus is telling his disciples that, that uh, and that's you and me, that, that we do not belong in this world. That's what he's saying in the beginning of chapter 16. You don't belong here. You are not made for this place. This is not your final destination, but it is your current position. It's where you are right now. So in verse 20, he says this. He says, Very truly I tell you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. And then he gives this great example. He says, A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. So with you, now is your time of grief. But I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take that away from you. Jesus says, you are going to weep and mourn. That's the promise. There are going to be some bad days. There are going to be troubles but your pain will turn to joy when you continue to walk with Jesus. I love verse 22 because it says, Now is your time of grief, but I will, I will see you again and you will rejoice. But no one, no one will take away your joy. Joy in God is like knowing the end of the movie. You're watching and the hero or the heroine is getting captured or beaten or they seem like there's no possible way for them to win. But you know the end of the movie, and you know that they do. We know that Jesus is victorious. We know that his kingdom is coming, and that he has a place for us in that. And that is what we, we focus on. We, don't, we can't look at the focus on the troubles around us and the struggles. We have to look to God. When things get bad, that is not the time to turn away from God. When things are uncertain or anxious, that is not the time to turn away from God. That is the time to tune in and to turn up the praise. It is time to tune in and shout the promises of God in order to fortify your faith, to be strengthened, remind yourself of the greatness of God and what He does for you. Right now is when you tune out the world and its gloom and doom and you turn up the worship volume in your life. Standing on the promises leaning on the everlasting arms, whatever it is. Yes, there, is, there are challenges in life. Yes, there will be pain. Yes, there will be suffering. Yes, there will be trouble. But God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. John sixteen thirty three. he says this, I have told you these things. Why? So that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. You are not alone. God is with you. You will never be alone. God is going ahead of you, and he goes with you. In days like this, and days like we're experiencing right now, days of uncertainty, these things, uh, when things seem to be out of control, that is when we learn to trust God more. It's when we really tune in. 
the blessings of, of hardship and trouble is, is what proves our faith. It makes you stronger. It reveals the depth of your faith and the weak spots which drive you to find strength in Christ Jesus. It's what makes us turn to him even more. In Peter's first epistle, um, he's actually writing to a group of extremely persecuted Jesus followers. It's around the year 60 to 65 A.D., the evil emperor Nero is, is in place, and he is persecuting Christians, uh, our Christ followers, in ways that are really hard for us to imagine. Uh, for instance, some, he, he would um, sew them into dead animal skins, and then he would release wild dogs on them as entertainment, while the dogs just tore them and killed them. Other times, he would he would pour wax over living Christians, over the people, and turn them into human candles, lighting them on fire so they might light his entertainment uh, to the screams and cries of these Christians who were being persecuted. All for, for entertainment. This is the setting. This is what's going on when Peter writes these words in 1 Peter 1, 6 and 7. He says, "...in all this you greatly rejoice." Though now for a little while you may, you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. And I say, wow, all kinds. In verse 7, these have come, why? So that to prove genuineness of your faith, a greater worth than gold which perishes even though refined by fire, the proven genuineness of your faith, that it may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. You are not made for this world. You are made for the next. God has greater things than these in store for you. This, this far greater than gold. Far greater than anything we can imagine right now. Far greater than the comfort that we seek even now. The resistance you feel, the struggle in following Christ is building strength in you. You will be stronger in your faith because of this uncertain time, because God is faithful to you. Just like exercise strengthens you with resistance, so struggles build your faith and solidify your hope in Jesus. So keep pressing in. In Christ, you have peace. Faith that has been tested is faith that can be trusted. James 1, verses 2 through 4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. It's during the testing that we grow the most. Look, we did not pick these times to live through, but here we are. This is, this is what we are living through. This is the schedule that's been handed to us. And the same God that was with Joseph when he was betrayed, when he was sold into slavery, when he was lied about and forsaken and forgotten, and then came to save a nation is the same God that is with you. The same God that prepared David to fight Goliath was the one that prepared him by having him face lions and bears out in the wilderness. It's the same God that is preparing you. The same God that used Peter to preach on the day of Pentecost is the same God 
that prepared him even after denying Christ three times before restoring him. That same God is at work in, in today's times in you. So what is the key to an overcomer's faith? How do we become overcomers when we can't seem to see the end of the trials that we're in? It is the peace of Christ in the middle of the storm. You know, Jesus never avoided a storm. He was right in the middle of it. And we have that assurance with us as well. The same peace that Christ had to be able to fall asleep in the bow of a boat is the same peace that he's giving us. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. It's the peace of Christ, the peace that knows the end of the story. It's the peace that comes from the Holy Spirit moving in you. Now, if you don't know uh, what experiencing the Holy Spirit in your life is like, then the Bible tells us to ask for it. Ask God to fill you with His Spirit. Ask Him to give you that peace. Ha- ask Him to help you recognize that peace. 1 John 5, 4 says this, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Jesus said, you're going to have troubles. But I'm giving you my peace in the midst of them. His peace is not afraid of anything. His peace can sleep in the storm. And for that matter, his peace can walk on water in the storm. And because the peace of Christ is standing on the unshakable foundation of the Almighty, his peace will give us strength to stand as well. Did Jesus really say you won't have hard times? No. He said you will have trouble, but he also said, I will give you peace in the midst of that trouble. Do you need some peace today? Do you need to know that Christ is with you today more than any other day? Let's ask him for it right now. Will you pray with me?